If you decide to listen to this podcast while anybody else is in the room, or if you're grocery shopping, I would suggest wearing headphones because pretty much from here on out, expect explicit content. <laughs> I mean, accurate. Fair to say. Ooh, took some MILF. The hell's that? M I L F. Mom, I'd like to f. Yeah! Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah! MILF! MILF! <laughs> Welcome to The Secret Life of MILFs, the not-so-secret podcast about being liberated and outspoken millennial moms. I'm Amy. And I'm the lovable whore next door, Lindsay. <laughs> and today we're going to get into how we met yes. and how I've got a big lesbian crush on you. <laughs> Which leads us to our shared love for Danny Campbell, one of the hottest lesbians as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. I shot at love with Tila Tequila, which was on MTV. VH1 or MTV. MTV. Or both. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Probably both. Circa. In the early 2000s. Circa 2005, 6, somewhere in there. Yeah. Adorable, dimpled. Oh, my God. The butchy. gorgeous smile firefighter from what Miami yes she can stop drop and roll on me anytime <laughs> oh my god please I follow her on Instagram so do, you do follow I. her on Instagram do- yes <laughs> the day the day that I was so excited to try and send you her post and I'm oh. like oh my god this woman is so fucking hot and and I accidentally sent that to her. That's it's like it. that awkward time when you take a screenshot and you're going to text it to your friend saying, look what this fucking bitch just said. And you send it to the person that you were screenshotting and you're like, oh, fuck. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Yeah, I think I've only ever done that to my sister. So, Leslie, I am so sorry. But, uh, you know, it's that's just sister shit. So, and then to make it even more awkward, my follow up with her was: If you actually read this, I'm so sorry, and I'm not a creep. <laughs> Danny, if you're listening to this, she is that big of a creep. I just love her so much. Our next trip to Miami, we'll go like start a fire somewhere and hope for the best. <laughs> for legal purposes, that's a joke. <laughs> for legal purposes, that is most definitely a joke. But I still love you. Is she like your, like, celebrity hall pass? Is she your female celebrity hall pass? Oh, yes. Hands down. Absolutely. Tom Selleck and Danny Campbell. Yeah. Quite the range. It really is. So to give our listeners the Reader's Digest version of how we met and how we got to know each other. And fell in love. Yes. And ended up where we are today. Ta-da! And just like any other epic story, we'll start with once upon a time. Not Please. long ago, I was, I was a hoe. hoe. <laughs> and I'm admitting it. I won't take it back because I did the shit. I did the shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and now we have that out of our system. How did you end up in the coastal town of North Carolina? So I was 21, living in my hometown of Topeka, Kansas. Shout out to the armpit of America. (laughs) Working at a bar, met an older man, Mm -hmm. 17 years my senior. He's a radio lifer. And we met at the bar I worked at because he was the celebrity radio DJ that would come and 
host Thursday nights at this little country bar I worked at. We started sleeping together. (laughs) We did the whole, like, we're living together, like, not officially living together, but I just spent every night at his house instead Mm -hmm. of at my house kind of thing. He got a job offer out in North Carolina. Actually, he had two job offers, one in Iowa and one in North Carolina. And we thought, bucket, let's go to the beach. (laughs) And I didn't have a job lined up. I didn't have any sort of idea of what I was doing. I just thought, let's fucking go. This is an adventure. (laughs) So I moved halfway across the country with a man I knew for about six months with no real plan, (laughs) not a whole lot of money. That's that young 20s mentality, though. You know, I just figured it'll work out. And Mm -hmm. it did. And it didn't also at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. But we moved there in the fall of 2005. And I found out I was pregnant about a month and a half later. So that really kind of changed changed the whole, like, I'm just going to party and be a beach bum I you know (laughs) and we met maybe a year later yeah and then I was there because my now spouse was in the Coast Guard so we moved from New York he actually came down before I did and I moved down in March of 2006 and I actually had a job interview lined up at the radio station that I worked at by the time I got there and I started part-time Because I went to school for communications, and I was like, how do I now translate (laughs) that four-year expensive degree into (laughs) a job, into a a girl job? A big girl (laughs) job. So I worked part-time at the radio station until I was full-time, and I met your ex when when he switched over to the station that I worked at. Yes, because there were just two companies out there. Mm -hmm. You either worked for one or the other. Technically, it was a small market, but because it was also a touristy area, so many people were coming through and listening. But um, yeah, he and I were friends initially. You were his work wife. Yeah. He was your work husband. And now we only take gay work husbands because the... The heterosexual work husbands don't really work out very well. A straight man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I think one of the first times we met was when you stopped by the radio station for whatever reason. Dropping something off, picking something up. I'm sure I had the kid in tow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, do you remember your first impression of me? I do. I was like, oh, she's pretty. (laughs) And I remember thinking, like, you don't look like what I thought you would have looked like. Because I don't know what I... Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But you just... I mean, you had this party princess persona. (laughs) That's true. That was your little shtick. I'm a cheerleader. I am upbeat. I am bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm annoying. But no... (laughs) No, but I think I recognize that like dark and twisty piece yes. in you. I'm like, uh, we could we could fuck some shit up together. Yes, um, yes. But I was also a young mom. Like I was chained to this toddler, and I didn't have any friends my own age out there. So you were kind of the first one that I saw. Like oh, I could be, I could be friends with her. Yeah, she's fun. 
Now, I remember when we met, I was thinking, oh, she's really pretty. She's also an Amazon. <laughs> because So you agree. <laughs> you think I'm really pretty. <laughs> Goddamn right I do. But <laughs> I feel like we clicked right away. Like there was just something that we recognized in each other. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get to build on that until later. Because, much later. Yeah, much later. But the other thing was I'd also never met anyone my age who was in a relationship with a partner that was significantly older. Yeah. What 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 did you say? Oh How, what I said in my head. What? And not till yeah, later you, did I say it to you. I thought in my head, how did he get her? Because <laughs> looking back on it, we were very mismatched in that, like, you just glance at a couple and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, it can it be explained by untreated mental illness and self-esteem issues. And, you know, he just, he's very charming, very yes. charismatic, very likable. And he sucked me in and chewed me up and spat me out. <laughs> And you are better for it. Absolutely. I have a beautiful daughter. Thanks to him. I've got a relationship and a connection with his older three children from his first marriage. They're all grown up in their 20s now. They've all been and surpassed the age I was when I met their dad, which (laughs) is hilarious to remind them of, of like, okay, think Think of your life right now. Could you imagine being with someone who's 17 years older than you? And they're like, ew, gross, Lindsay. What? Uh, also, what else do you get as I, oh. as, I, <laughs> as I point emphatically at myself? What else did you get? <laughs> and that most importantly, a short best friend out of the deal who you are my soul fucking sister. Yes. I don't think I would have made it through the crumbling of my marriage and the devastating aftermath without you holding my hand and in my corner. You are my fucking rock cheerleader. I love you. You're my person. You are my person. Yes. I love you. You complete me. And that was the first time that we met at the radio station. But the first time that we hung out was at the... Christmas party for yes. the radio station. That was yes. really fun. That was super fun. And I'm pretty sure I licked your nipple that night. <gasps> at that what? at the You don't remember that? Really? It was it was one time when we were at that bar, the club. Wait, so how uh, was it? How was what? Licking my nipple. I, I remember this. <laughs> you had your nipples pierced. We were up in the upper. Oh, in the balcony. And you flashed the dance floor. <gasps> and I leaned over and I just licked your nipple because you were drunk. I was drunk. And it was just silly not, what, and did stupid. Did I really flash the balcony? Yes, yeah. you oh, did. God, it's like Cancun 2003 all over again. Oh. Girls gone wild. I am yes. nothing if not consistent. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if you can come back from the nipple licking incident of 2007. (laughs) The great nipple lick of 2007. (laughs) I mean, it really was the start of a beautiful friendship. So, (laughs) Look at us now. Right? Like, are you... (laughs) (laughs) Am I what? Am I flashing you now? No, they're put away. (laughs) Oh. Like I haven't seen you know, a thousand times. Like, that is true. 
that's just that's just girl stuff. Like we've seen each other naked. Mm. No, we've never banged each other. That's a question we get all the freaking time. Yes. Well, when you have women that are into other genders, everyone's like, "Oh, have you and your best friend?" And you're like, eh, "But yeah. no." I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying if the circumstances weren't right, like the stars but, need to align. Right. Like another flash of the dance floor. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, you are. Only friend who licked a nipple. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> if I didn't really remember <laughs> that, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny. So, well, no, what I was going to say is you were one of my first friends that was comfortable, like walking around naked and being naked. I had friends that would walk around in towels, but were relatively modest. You were in a sorority, right? It's not like the porns. I'm telling you. <laughs> we was I not mean, all naked pillow fights. I mean, it happened, but not very often. Re- <laughs> really? I, was a, I played volleyball in college, and we walked around the locker room naked and showered. Yeah. I mean... I almost get the feeling it wasn't as free then as it is now, in a way. I mean, I'm sure the girls that I lived with wouldn't have cared if I wandered around naked, but I, I think I was under the impression that I would make them uncomfortable if I did that. Oh, okay. Well, here in the Midwest, we are just <laughs> all about putting our ass and titties in your face, no matter the context. We would walk around the, the girls' dorm naked sometimes, like, to go from our room to the bathroom sometimes. Wait, wait. Did you share a dorm with guys? They, I did live in the co-ed dorm. They lived on the first floor, and girls lived on the second and third floors. Even though it was a co-ed dorm, you weren't really allowed to, like, co-mingle between certain hours. Oh, okay. Oh. So. Also a Midwest it, thing? Christian college. Let's, yeah. Remind me sometime to tell you about the most expensive sex I ever had at that school. Expensive? Expensive. I got fined (gasps) $225 total for having sex in the dorms. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was not worth anywhere near $225. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. It was a very, very weird Christian college that recruited me for volleyball and met some of my greatest friends there but other than that it was a big pile of garbage oh yeah my <laughs> state school that I went to in New York there's they could have built new dorms with the amount of money that they could have made off of finding people <laughs> for, <laughs> for having sex for drinking underage for stealing trays from the lunch hall and sledding down the hills like oh <laughs> That yeah. sounds fun. It was. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, college. How I miss those oh, days. Man. I know. <laughs> so many stories. And terrible eyebrows. Oh, God. Yes. I look like <laughs> Gollum. I look back now and I'm just like, girl, put the tweezers down. You don't need to do that. They're not coming back. Those bitches are not coming back on their own without some serious help. <laughs> Uh, basically, yeah, I'm tattooed on my face. <laughs> eyebrow toupees. Um, <laughs> oh. Eyebrow wig. Uh, did you know, uh, fun fact, fun history note, that back in the day, like long, long time ago, 
women would shave their eyebrows off and then use mouse fur to cut themselves out new eyebrows and glue them on their face. (laughs) I did not know that. But this is also coming from the time of where people were like using lead and what's the shit that makes your skin really white? Arsenic? Maybe. Needless to say, they were choosing some very toxic beauty things. (laughs) I mean, yeah, throwing leeches all over their body. Mm -hmm. That was back when, you know, there was cocaine and the medicine and (laughs) you go to the doctor and they like masturbate you off because you're hysterical. Like, I want I want to go to that doctor. I want you to give me some cocaine and jerk me off, please. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't breathe. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You are not. You're telling me now when I go to my doctor, she's like, here, take these vitamins and like drink more water. No. no. Where's the where's the cocaine? <laughs> where's the vibrator? Where's the vibrator? Hey, here's a question. They didn't have vibrators back then. Did they do it manually? I'm sure they probably did. I feel like that's how vibrators were invented because Probably. the doctors got tired of <laughs> jacking off ladies, hysterical <laughs> ladies. They're like, here, give me some Either give that, me that or- drill over there. <laughs> <laughs> so another fun thing that we have found out that we have a shared love for is uh, the Zodiac and astrology and all that kind of fun witchy woo woo crystals vibes all of that Mm -hmm. pseudoscience i'm i you know what if it's not real it doesn't matter no i like it it's fun exactly and we started this kind of by sending like memes back and forth to each other all day every day on instagram yeah because you are a cancer yes and you are very much a cancer (laughs) In a lot of ways, but I feel like there's a couple key. Vi- oh, hey, rising signs and yeah. Moon- What's your rising sign? Sagittarius. Interesting. I could see that. Rising sign and moon sign are both Sagittarius. Oh, okay. Interesting. Do you know what yours are? Yes, I am a triple fire. So <gasps> I am a Leo sun, a Leo rising, and a Sagittarius moon. That's what the connection is then. Okay, so this whole thing kind of led to me finding this app called The Pattern. And you put your name, birthday, time that you were born, have to be as specific as possible, and where you were born. And then it kind of gives you some insight into your pattern. And then you can see where your friendship patterns are and your romantic patterns and shared experiences. It's really fun. And actually, do you know where I heard it from? Channing Tatum was talking about it. (laughs) And what comes out of that man's mouth is gospel. Yes. One thing I really like about the pattern is that you can go back in time and look at significant dates in your past to kind of see what the stars were doing at that time and how maybe that contributed to whatever was going on in your life. And that's what really kind of solidified me as a believer in this particular app, because I went back to 
very tumultuous times in my past, those dates that stick with you of this is when I found out my husband was having an affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was when I dropped out of nursing school. Uh, this, <laughs> this is when I found this, out I was pregnant. This is when yep. big things. Yes, yes. So I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and I really liked it. They have a, a new feature that's like checking the bond with somebody. And it's just kind of fun when an app that quote unquote means nothing shows that the initial vibe and energy that you got from somebody, it's like, I'm using those air quotes again, it's backed up by the stars. And, yep. you know, like our stuff says that we may have been family in a past life, which I could totally see. There's a an incredible potential between you and I. And right away, we probably felt drawn to each other. And it also says that we're on a similar path in life. And it's all about future growth and possibility and adds something special to our friendship. It's awesome. Uh, our biggest challenge is depth or distance. Because even though we've met when we were physically in the same location and we were there for a couple of years together that time in North Carolina overlapped by a couple of years it really wasn't until I moved away did our friendship really that connection really grew (laughs) what I think is really interesting is that it will also show you your pattern which is all of those like core traits and everything it will show you your timing and it will also show you world timing. Something I found very interesting, especially during the past four years, is that shit was a little tumultuous. Yes. But right now, my current cycle length that I'm in, it's everything is possible. And it started in September of 2020 and goes until my birthday of this year. And this is the time that we finally have gotten off the ground with the podcast. You know what? I'm also in a timing of everything is possible too. Yes creepy it's all meant to be it's all happening it's all happening (laughs) dun 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 uh. i think i have more fun just fucking off (laughs) right can this podcast just be us just quoting movies and (laughs) yes making dick jokes that's basically what it is anyway i was gonna say is there anything else really i mean but to bring and lusting over lesbians. Oh my god, TikTok has changed my life. God, I hope Pride is open this year. Seriously. Anyway, you'll be vaccinated by then. You'll be fine. I'm already vaccinated. You're already. You got your second one. Oh yeah. I am not, but we all will be eventually. Just know, once I do get vaccinated, I am greeting everyone with a consensual, open mouth kiss. Everyone for me. It's going to be really long, awkward hugs. So be ready for me to not let go. And we're just going to stand there. I'm just going to rub your back, like nuzzle my head on yours and just, it's going to get weird. (laughs) I love it. But again, consensual, because I know that is something as a hugger, you are a hugger also. Have you seen like most people, the non-hugger people are being like, I love that there's a pandemic going on (laughs) because people aren't invading my personal space. Like I don't have to hug people if I don't want to. So, so I'm like, okay, this is good boundaries. I will ask you, is it okay if I hug you? And then if you say yes, it's fucking on baby. (laughs) Free mom hugs. Oh, Lindsay got me started on Free Mom Hugs, which is a group that was started by the mother of a gay man. 
Yes. And it's uh, Sarah Cunningham is her name. Okay. Sarah Cunningham <laughs> from Oklahoma who yep. has a gay son and yes. his friends were being rejected by their own parents. So she kind of like became this universal mom for everybody, which started and, free mom hugs. And she would stand in at weddings for yes. gay kids whose families had kicked them out of the family who weren't going to show up and stand up at their wedding. She became everybody's surrogate mom and just to spread love and acceptance and support for the LGBTQ plus community. She's incredible. Yes. And Lindsay, you went to I did. Event. Yeah. Thanks to Twitter. One of my friends, Alana, hey, Alana, <laughs> posted hey, Free Mom Hugs here in Kansas City is looking for volunteers over Pride Weekend. Here's the Sign Up Genius link. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. So me and a couple of other Twitter friends all signed up for the same slot. And oh my God, it was magical. It was so much fun. I can't wait to do it again. I just, I gave so many hugs and oh, it was great. I was inspired, I, yeah. and I looked for a branch here in my town, and they didn't have one, so I kind of started one, made a Facebook group, yes. had a ton of people join it, and then Pride 2019, because obviously it was canceled yeah. last year, we all met up at the Pride Parade. It was on my birthday. It was seriously one of my oh. favorite birthdays ever. So kids were there, spouse was there, my parents. Your mom. Yeah, yep. my mom, my dad, my stepmom, and everybody was wearing shirts. Like, I sent my dad the link to free Papa hugs, and he wore his free, My kids were wearing full-on rainbow. It was so fun and supportive and loving and just that energy. And I just, one of my favorite parts of the day was after the parade, we went to the mall, which is really close by, to go out for lunch for my birthday. My mom and I are walking together, and... This kid sees our shirts and comes up to us and he goes, can I have a hug? And we were like, yes, absolutely. And it was just so, it was just so heartwarming. And yeah. Oh. Yep. And I had people come up of like, even if I have a supportive mom, can I still get a hug? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. And one older gentleman, maybe he was 50s or 60s or something. And he was like, I lost my mom you know, seven years ago. And oh. I just, I held on to him for so long. He's like, thank you. He's like, I really needed that. Cause there's nothing like your mom's hug. My True. goodness. And can mm. I just be the first to say you do give amazing hugs. It's because I've got the biggest boobs. <laughs> They're like, they so 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 you can just, yes. and when you're short, like me, you can just like nuzzle your head on them. <laughs> You are titty height, my friend. That's, I am. Yeah, that's the uh, the benefit of being tall, big boobed woman. Every tall woman needs a short best friend. That is true. I am pocket sized for your pleasure. <laughs> Fun sized, Amy. <laughs> and I'm king size. <laughs> you a two pack. <laughs> I'm I'm the Sam's Club version. <laughs> Economy size. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on The Secret Life of MILFs. Be sure to follow along on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Secret Life MILFs. And if you'd like to be featured in a future episode, please send us an email at thesecretlifeofmilfs at gmail.com. 
Tune in next Monday, every Monday, for Mel Mondays! Mel! 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 Oh my god.